Amen. If you would turn with me to Hebrews chapter number three, I will not be before you long. I promise. I promise. The Lord gave me something. I've been been tossing and turning and just trying to seek the Lord. To hear him for my own self, amen. But his word is true. You can stand on it. It make wise the simple. If you if you don't know what's going on, just look at God's word. Amen. It, it, it will give you insight and light and open up your eyes. If we can go to Hebrews chapter number three, we're gonna do a little reading tonight. Verse 13. It reads, but exhort one another daily while it is called today lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin for we are made partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast until the end while it is said today if you hear his voice harden not your heart as in the provocation as in the testing for some, when they heard, had heard, did provoke, howbeit not all that came out of Egypt by Moses, but with whom was he grieved forty years? Was it not with them that had sinned, who carcasses fell in the wilderness, and to whom swore he that they should not enter into his rest? Somebody say his rest. But to them to them that believe not. So we see that there cannot, they could not enter into, enter in, in because of unbelief. Excuse me. Let's turn to the next chapter. Let us therefore, we can read this all together. Let us therefore fear lest a promise be left us of entering into his rest. Any of you should seem to come short of it. For Unto us was the gospel preached, as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in that that heard it. Lord God, in the name of Jesus, I ask, Lord, that, Lord, that I speak, Lord God, you anoint me, Lord God, afresh, to deliver your word as you put it in my heart, Lord God. Edify your people, Lord God. Build them up on a most holy faith this evening in the name of Jesus. God, we sinned and praised and called upon your name, God. We're looking for you to move this evening in the name of Jesus. Today, why it's called today, Lord. Bless somebody. Save somebody, Lord God. Deliver, Lord. Undertake right now in the name of Jesus. God, we ask all these things in your precious name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. The title of my, my subject tonight is The Promise of Rest. The Promise of Rest. The concept of rest began in creation. God created the heavens and the earth in six days. And the Bible declares on the seventh day, he rested. God didn't just rest. He wasn't exhausted, but he just, he ceased from work. Not only did he rest, but the Bible says he blessed it and sanctified. He made it holy. He hallowed the seventh day. Now, that was the reason why he created the heavens and the earth so it could be holy. Amen. He rested. The Bible talks about, I know in our, uh, in our culture, when we think of rest, we think of, you know, sleeping or getting just refreshed because of labor or because of some type of exhaustion on our end. But God don't get tired. Amen. He's all powerful. Amen. He spoke the worlds in existence. Amen. In the Bible, in the, in the, in the Eastern uh, culture at that time, when you think, when you say rest, it's more of a residing. The Lord decided to create and then reside or take residence in his creation. Amen. The Bible says that creation declares his glory. Amen. And, and he resided in his, in his creation. 
And the Bible says that he sanctified it, he made it holy. And then you see he called out a people for his own name from Abraham and promised them and came his children, the 12 tribes. And when he gave them law, they, they, he brought them out of the, the, under the hand of bondage out of Egypt. And the Bible says that he took them by the way through the wilderness so that they may show, that he may show them his ways. Amen. And, and his law that he gave them, one of them stood out and stick out even to this day. Some people debate over the Sabbath, what day it should be and how you should observe it. But we know that the Sabbath is in Jesus Christ. Amen. It was only a type and a shadow of what we have here. Glory to God. But he gave them a law. He told them to remember the Sabbath and to keep it holy. He told them to keep it holy. Don't even do work. You can't do any exhortion or anything. Just, just, just relax. Don't, don't, don't let your, your animals work. Nobody was permitted to work. They had to sanctify that day. They had to set it apart and dedicate it unto the Lord, which made it holy. Amen. And in and, and, and doing so, a lot of times with keeping of the law, if, if you can just, you, you can work so much and not really understand where you're going or why you're doing it, but sometimes it's good to step back and, and to look and to assess what you have done and what you have, what you have going on so you can reflect on how God has kept you, right? He, you can reflect back on how God has, has provided it. And, and, and then at rest, that's what they were supposed to do. They read the word and, and, and taught it to their children, and they came together on that Sabbath day. And not only was it on the seventh day, but they had uh, every seven years, amen, where the land was supposed to rest. On the seventh year, you couldn't till the land. Uh, the Bible called it the Sabbath of the land, and they had seven feasts. And all that was pointed back to what God did and how he sanctified and blessed that seventh day. And it was pointed to something. The Bible says not only it had a, a, a rest on the, the seventh day, but a seventh year and seven feasts, but seven times that was the year of Jubilee. Amen. And this was a total restoration of slaves' land. If you, if you had your land took from you, the year of Jubilee, it was restored back unto you. If you was a slave, you were set free. Thank God for a Jubilee. Amen. And that was pointing to something. And it was a rest where God rested on the seventh day, and he told his people to remember that day and to keep it holy as he sanctified it. But we know here comes Jesus, which is the Lord of the Sabbath. Amen. The Bible says that his disciples was walking through a field and they start picking ears of corn because they was in hunger. And they tried to rebuke him and try to find cause like many people do, especially religious folk. They, they, they said, uh, your, your, your disciples is, is working on the Sabbath. And he had to let them know that, that, that the, the man was not made for the Sabbath, but the Sabbath was made for the man. Amen. We weren't just made just to obey the letter, we need the spirit of the law, amen. And he told them, and it was so happened to be on a Sabbath day that Jesus entered into the temple and he opened up the scrolls and he read from it from the book of Isaiah and it's recorded in Luke chapter number four and 18. But he told them that he was anointed, amen, to preach the acceptable year and, and to set at liberty the captive and to bind up the broken heart. That was the acceptable year. That was a jubilee that he was talking about. Amen. The acceptable year of the Lord. And he said, all ye that are laden and heaven laden, come unto me, and I will give you rest. He let them know, I am that Sabbath that you're trying to work and to enter in. I, it's found only in me. Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the light. Amen. And then Jesus, he told them that my burden is easy and my my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Amen. And, and he give you a light yoke because the anointing break the yoke of bondage. Amen. Thank God for that anointing that breaks the yoke of bondage. Amen. Hallelujah. You toil and working and, and nothing never being accomplished, but he sent his word to heal. Amen. And the, the yoke is broken off our neck and then he put his yoke upon us. Hallelujah. And, and say, learn of me. 
and we have the ability then to enter into his rest. Amen. And the Bible talks about entering into his rest. That's, that's the, we, we cease from working. And the way we cease from working, if you go to Galatians chapter number 5, the Bible tells you this is the work that we should cease. Amen. Galatians chapter number 5, if you go to verse 19, the Bible says here, now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, and idolatry, and witchcraft, and hatred, and variance, emulations, wrath, strife, sedition, and heresies, envies, and murders, and drunkenness, and revilings, and such like, of which I tell you before, as I have also told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit and should not enter into God's rest. Amen. Should not inherit the kingdom of God. So when you come to Jesus, he allows you to cease from all that toil and, 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 and labor that you've done in the world. And he put his yoke upon you and it's so easy and it is so light. Amen. Hallelujah. That, that's the rest. That's the ultimate right rest. But there is a rest in the Masonic age that the Bible talks about. It goes beyond that. We are living in that rest that I just told you in, in, through Christ Jesus. But there is a day when Jesus Christ is going to rule and reign, not just in our hearts, but he's going to rule and reign on the throne of his, of his father, David. Amen. And he's going to rule this earth. Every nation, every tongue will come and he will rule over them on his father's throne. Amen. And the Bible talks about that happening after the tribulation. It's called the millennial reign. And, and the Bible records in Acts 20, I believe, it's four. It, it talks about that those who were beheaded and those who resist and did not take the mark and, and, and did not uh, bow down to the image are that they will reign and rule with him those thousand years. Glory to God. And I'm not, I don't want to get into all that tonight. I'm not talking about pre-trib, post-trib, mid-trib, uh, you have your liberty in Christ to believe what you want to believe. I am a, a pre-trib uh, minister or preacher and uh, brother, and you have every right to be wrong, amen, but that's what I believe. Glory to God. But I, I, tonight, I'm going to just be pan-trib. I heard somebody call it pan-trib. Y'all know what that is? That's, it's going to pan out, amen. It's going to happen. The Bible says, glory to God. It all going to happen. So whether you agree with me or not, we're, gonna, we're not going to go down that rabbit trail. Glory to God. But that's one aspect of biblical rest. And then there's another. It's one uh, when we get to eternity. Glory to God. When all our work is over, when we see Jesus, it's a song that says, amen. All my troubles will be over when I see Jesus. It's another song that says, when we all get to heaven. What a day of rejoicing that will be. When we all see Jesus, we will sing and shout with victory. Glory to God. Hallelujah. All our troubles will be over, saints, when time will be no more. And, and, and time is racing towards that. Uh, we, we, we can't get caught up in time. We, we live in to live again. I was telling the young folks the other day, it's not we only live once, but we're going to live in eternity somewhere. And I want to be in the arms of Jesus, resting, hallelujah, in Abraham's bosom. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And tell him all about my troubles. Hallelujah. The Bible talks about we're going to look back and wonder how we made it over. Amen. Amen. The Bible says that the righteous will scarcely make it in. And I thank God that, that we are given the promises and the blood. We give everything we need to make this journey. Amen. And I'm glad that you're here on a Wednesday night getting the word of God, breaking this bread, because the journey is too great for us. Amen. We can't do it ourselves. Amen. We need help. Glory to God. And healing is here. Miracles is here. Your bread is here. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And the word of God is blessed and break in this house and it's plenty. Amen. None will go lacking. Thank you, Jesus. And, and, and all these aspects, if you notice, I talked about the past, the present, and then the future. And we cannot talk about God's rest without talking about all these aspects that the Bible talks about. Amen. 
and the past, present, and future. And, and we know that his rest culminates into Jesus Christ. He is our Sabbath. He is our rest. The past, present, and future, he is, he was, and that is to come. Amen. The Almighty, the Almighty God. And, and, but the question is, is, okay, I heard what he did to, to, to the children of Israel and how he gave them the law and gave them that principle. And, and, and we, when we come to God, Christ, we enter into the rest, the ultimate rest. Amen. And, and then we have a rest we're looking forward to, glory to God, in the future. So the question is, how do we enter into this rest? I'm glad that you asked. Amen. Amen. We're going to interact tonight. I'm glad that you asked. Glory to God. Acts 3 and 19 says, Repent ye therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out. When the times of refreshing, somebody say refreshing. That's a word that means restoration. It means rest. Amen. When times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. Amen. That, that, that sounds like Acts 2, 38 to me. Repent ye therefore and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins. Ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Amen. That is the promise of the Father, the Holy Ghost. Amen. And that's how we enter into God's rest. Hallelujah. It's just coming to his presence. How many glad to feel his presence tonight when they were singing, Lord? Hallelujah. A, re, a, a, a reassurance that everything is going to be all right. Amen. It's a refreshing. Hallelujah. Coming from work and coming from dealing with family and coming from just all this labor that we do, working and dealing with each other. It's good that we come in here and get refreshed. Amen. Get restored with the word and with his presence. Now, that's how we do it. Glory to God. But some people may ask, when? The Bible in Hebrews 13, 3 and 13 says, but exhort one another every day while it is called today. Today is the day of salvation. Today is when you should come and enter into God's rest. If you haven't done it, if you, if you forgot to do it today, you should put some time to the side to enter into his presence. Amen. Every day why it's called today. And the beautiful thing about today is when you end that day, it's always today. Amen. Yesterday was today when we was there. Thank God. God is, hey, we here today. Amen. We have another opportunity, glory to God, to enter into his rest. And if God is willing, tomorrow, which is in his hands, if we make it, will be today when we get there. Glory to God. That was deep. I, I, I know. I know. But... <laughs> <laughs> but every chance you open up your eyes in the morning, and when you see new mercies, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and to his courts with praise. God have a promise for you. If, you. if you show up, he will show up in the cool of the day. I hear God asking, where are you? Some of you haven't, haven't been there in a long time. Some of you probably haven't been since Sunday morning, but do it today, amen. Every day. Enter into his rest. Glory to God. Every day. Why it's called today. Why it's called today. Tomorrow's not promised. Yesterday is gone, saints. Why it is called today. You have an opportunity to throw up your hands and say, Lord, just bless me one more time. Lord, just touch me one more time. Lord, strengthen me just one more time. Hallelujah. You can make it. The blood gives you strength from day to day. It'll never lose its power. Glory to God. Just one more time, Lord. Hallelujah. Today. Why well, it's called today. And it tells you in the day that you hear his voice, don't harden your heart. Do not harden your heart. Some people, they try to cruise with the rest that God gives them. You need to enter in daily. Amen. Enter in daily. The scary thing about it, and, and, and out of all the scriptures I read, I'm going to read some more. The one verse that sticks out to me, and it always, always intrigued me, Hebrews 4.1. After he give a, a, a warning, it says, therefore, let us fear. Therefore, let us fear. 
I always was under the understanding that the Bible only tells us to fear God and to him alone. But this is an adoration to tell. It's actually exhorting you to tell you, to, if you want to be afraid of something, be afraid of not entering to the promise of his rest. After everything God done for you, after you hear all this gospel preached, and after you feel the presence of God, and after you know that he's a healer, and you know that he'll provide, our heart end up getting hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. And we, we, we come short, the Bible says, of entering into his rest. And we have for an example the children of Israel. The Bible says in, 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 in an account in Deuteronomy, I believe, where on the Sabbath day, a man in a broad daylight in front of all the children of Israel, he decided he wanted to gather some sticks. Just some sticks. Probably going to start a fire. Probably going to get ready, you know, get a jump on tomorrow, which he didn't have. He didn't know that at the time. But all the people looked and seen him working and gathering them sticks. And the people came to Moses and they said, well, this is his blatant disrespect. He just absolutely rejected the provision of rest that God has given us. And it said, Numbers 15 to 35. And he willfully and knew that he wasn't supposed to do that. Just open defiance. And, and Moses went to God and said, what should we do? And the Bible says that he told him to take that man in front of the whole congregation and stone him. Stone him just for picking up sticks. But the Bible says if we neglect such a great salvation... How can we neglect just such a great salvation? Just throw it aside. All that, that, that don't, that, that all that Jesus name stuff is all right. It worked for my mother and them, but it's a new day. It's too much technology out here or too much going on. It's too much money to be made or whatever. The deceitfulness of sin will draw you away thinking that, that the blood of Jesus is not sufficient, that his rest is not sufficient. And some, some people do it blatantly and get distracted. But it, it's a serious thing. To enter into his rest, it is a very serious thing. We can read chapter number 10 of 1 Corinthians, if you could turn there with me. I'm almost finished. Chapter number 10. If you dare say amen. Moreover, brethren, I would not that ye should be ignorant how that all our fathers were under the cloud and all passed through the sea and were all baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea and did all eat that same spiritual meat and did all drink that same spiritual drink. For they drunk of that spiritual rock that followed them and that rock was Christ. But with many of them, God was not well pleased, for they were overthrown in the wilderness. And now these things were our example to the intent we should not lust after evil things, as they also lusted. Neither be ye adulterers, as were some of them. As it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. Neither let us commit fornication as some of them committed and fell in one day three and 20,000. Neither let us tempt Christ as some of them also tempted and were destroyed by serpents. Neither murmur ye as some of them also murmured and were destroyed by the destroyer. Amen. The Bible says, and all these things happen unto them for an example. And they are written for our admonition upon whom the ends of the world are come. Wherefore, let us, let him that thinketh he stand, take heed lest he fall. There hath no temptation have taken you, but such is common to man. But God is faithful. Don't you know he is able 
to complete that which you have given to him. He is able to, to, to keep you from falling. Don't let sin or anything shiny in this world distract you from his rest. Amen. He is faithful. How I many you know God is faithful? Do I have a witness that God is faithful in this house? God is faithful. He's faithful. If you commit it to him, he'll keep it. Amen. He'll keep it. Hallelujah. Just one more verse, and I'm, I'm up out of here. I'm, I want to be done by 8, but look like it might be a little early. Amen. Galatians. Back to Galatians chapter 5. Somebody say glory. Glory to God. Galatians chapter number 5. We're going to start at verse 22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Now, the reason I read that because I wanted to contrast how it's different from the work of the flesh. We cease our work to receive the promise of the Holy Ghost. Amen. And when we receive that promise of the Father, which is the Holy Ghost, according to Acts 2, we are productive. We produce fruit. Amen. Have you ever seen somebody work and they don't get nothing done? Amen. Have you ever worked and worked and worked and you don't seem like you nothing has been? It's a whole lot of running around, a lot of movement, but ain't nothing getting done. Some of y'all think y'all co-workers. Pray for them. Amen. Feel like you're carrying all the weight. Glory to God. You can look busy, but you ain't, might not be doing anything. Amen. The Spirit allows you to pr have production. It, it, it helps you produce. You're not working. You don't have to work over here. Amen. For salvation. The, the God of heaven, he, he yoke up with you. And he helped pull. And, 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 and he help it make sure that something get done. Amen. The Bible says that in, in Genesis how the man will, will have to work and toil for his, his, his food and, and, and all the work that he put in and from the sweat of his brow, all he gets is thorns and thistles. But if you receive the promise of God's rest, if you receive God's spirit, you will be able to produce fruit by the Holy Ghost. You'll be able to rest in love. Joy. Rest in joy. Have joy when you get up. Joy when you lay down. Amen. To be able to have joy in your home and love in your home and peace. When all chaos is going around in the world, you can have peace. You can rest in peace. Amen. Long suffering. My God, I know we don't like to talk about that, but even when you're suffering, you can have peace. You can have rest. Amen. Hallelujah. Know that God is in control. Glory to God. Gentleness. Life is hard itself, but we need God's gentleness, and we can rest in that. Amen. His goodness. We know God won't withhold no good thing to his children. He will, he will not withhold no good thing. And that promise, I can rest upon that. Amen. Faith, my God. Faith, you don't have to, hey, you don't need a whole lot, but just use what you got. But don't you know, faith is one thing that is a fruit of the Spirit and a gift of the Spirit. Sometimes you think you can't make it. Sometimes you, your head do hang low, but God has sent faith, Lord God, hallelujah. And, and by the faith that he gives you, he'd be pleased with it. And you'll be able to just rest upon every one of his promises. You can stay like the pastor said, what the word say. We can look and see what the word say about any situation and stand upon that. And, and come with may, the winds are blowing, the, and, and, the, and the waves and the billows may roll, but you will be able to stand upon the word of God. It is sure it will not be moved. Glory to God. Have faith. Rest upon faith. Meekness and temperance. Rest upon it. Rest upon his word. Rest upon every promise. It's a promise to you. It's a promise to you. Just rest. It's an old song to say, the Lord is my shepherd. I have everything I need. 
He made me rest in the middle of grass and lead me besides the quiet stream. And, and he restores my felon head and helped me to do what honor him the most. That's why I'm safe. Not just safe, but that's why I'm safe. When you stay in God's arm and you abide under his shadow, take residence in his promises. Rest in him. Don't come short of it. One thing I, I was just thinking with this building coming up, and the devil is mad. I, I was just talking to the sister today. The devil is mad like never before. I was reading uh, Revelations 12 and 12. The Bible says, rejoice ye heavens and those who dwell in the heavens. Amen. We sit in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Amen. We dwell in the heavens. Glory to God. It said we can rejoice. But Satan has been cast down to earth and woe to the earth and woe to the seas because he's cast down and he's mad. The Bible says he's angry, y'all. Because why? He knows he only got but a short time. He knows he only got about a short. I, I feel the Holy Ghost. If y'all just let me have my liberty real quick. My God, I, I, I was telling some of the brothers at prayer. I asked God, whatever you're doing, don't do it without me. Amen. And it seemed like when I started praying that prayer, I end up sick. <laughs> Y'all can laugh, it's fine. I end up sick. But there's a lot of sickness and things that's going around the church like I've never seen before. But the devil is mad because his time is short. He, he know that, that money can't divide us. We, we, we building a church in the middle of COVID. Amen. Money, money can't split us. He know racism can't split us. We, we, we done been through so many politics and all this other stuff and we still here. Still standing, still lifting up holy hands together. The devil's mad, y'all. The scripture came to my mind when, 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 when the, when, I'm, I'm not going to go there, Tyreek, but the Bible says, God asks, have you considered my servant Job? And he tested him and, and he came back and said, uh, of course, what do you expect? But he said, skin for skin and bone for bone. Let me touch him. And I bet you he'd curse you. But with all the sickness going on, I, I heard the pastor say, miracles just keep piling up. Look at God. Is God before you? Who can be against you? Hallelujah. Hold on to God's unchanging hand. Come with me. If we get out of here, we get out of here. But come with me. Hallelujah. I enter into his rest. The devil ain't did nothing but made me mad. I heard Brother Lee Stone King say, after the devil tempt me or come and try me, I'm going to make him regret that he ever entangled himself up with me. I'm going to pray harder than before. I'm going to praise louder than before. I'm going to clap my hands. I'm going to show forth his praises. Whether he do it or he don't, God is still worthy. Hallelujah. We serve a good God. He's mad, y'all. And he can be mad all he want. I'm safe in the rest. I'm just resting in a hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm in God's arms just resting. The storm of life is raging. Hallelujah. And all he has to say is peace be still. Says peace, every wind, every, every sickness, every storm have to obey his will. He say, peace be still. Glory to God. Just be safe. He's mad. He got a short time, y'all. We got. We, we, he got a short time, y'all. Look at that building. It's about to be completed. Some of your family members that he got bondage over, he got a short time. Them chains is going to fall off. They're going to be at this altar calling on the name of Jesus. They're going to be running into his rest. Glory to God. Them drug addicts got but a short time. Hallelujah. Cancer got nothing but a short time. Hallelujah. Depression got nothing but a short time. My God, my God. Hallelujah. Don't, don't come short of his promises. Don't get scared and run off. Stay in here.
Hallelujah. I'm, I'm reminded of Paul when the ship broke up. They about to jump in and reverence every man for themselves. He said, hold on to something. Hallelujah. If you hold on to something, there should be no loss. Hallelujah. I feel the Holy Ghost. If you hold on to something, hold on to a piece of wood, get what you can and grab a hold to it and just float it on out. My God, there'll be no loss. We'll suffer no loss. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. My God, my God. Let us fear, lest any of us come short of his promise of entering into his rest. Hallelujah. Sweet peace. Wonderful peace. Hallelujah. Wonderful peace. Uh-uh. I, I, I got been, been dealing with a diagnosis, and, and when, when I first heard it, I looked up, you know, the internet, the statistics, and all that stuff had me shaking in my boots. What? <laughs> I'm, I'm telling the truth. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm showing y'all my wounds right now. I'm, I'm telling the truth. I, I, I couldn't sleep at night. Could, 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 hey, I know perfect love cast out fear, but fear just kept trying to jump on me. I'll I, I be walking, having a good day, and it's just like, oh, God. I got to deal with this. Got to, another doctor's appointment, and, and another one, and, a, and another one, and more medicine, and they increased this and increased that. And one day, I just got tired of sitting up at night. I heard when I was younger, one of the ministers used to say, you go to sleep. God going to be up all night anyway. What, what you going to do? You go ahead and go to sleep. He gets sweet peace, sleep, sweet sleep to those who love him and trust him. Got tired of it. I'm walking around the house, looking in the refrigerator, seeing the same thing. <laughs> Going in circles. But I remember pastor preached a message. He loves me. He loves me. He loves me. That's all I can say. He loves me. He loves me. He loves me. The next thing you know, I woke up and the sun was rising in the morning. It was a new morning, a new day. Hallelujah. Satan, my God, my God. Just hold on to something. Grab on to something and ride it on now. God got you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My God, my God. Musicians, please come. I keep on talking. Keep on. It's 8 o'clock. It's five minutes. I went five minutes over. Glory to God. But we overcome by the blood and the word of our testimony. Hallelujah. God is a, he's faithful. He is faithful. He has not failed us yet. My God, we come this far by faith, leaning on his word, trusting in his word. Hallelujah. He has not failed us yet. Hallelujah. God is faithful. Even when we're not faithful. He remember our frame. He know that I'm nothing but dust. I, 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 I feel unworthy going to prayer again, and I know I was over here just shaking in my boots. And the devil say, where is your faith at now? I got just enough just to go and lead me to the rock that was higher than I. I got just enough faith to call on the name of Jesus. I got just enough faith to come into his courts with praise. And to, I got just enough faith. To look towards the hills from which cometh my help. Hallelujah. If you don't have a word, just look. Look back over your life and see what God has done. Look where he brought you from. That was the purpose of rest on Sabbath day. Just to stop. Stop what you're doing. And look at the peace that God gives you around. Count your blessings one by one. Just stop and look at his provision. See, we be looking at everybody else and what they drive, what they got. Stop and look and see what God has done for you. Reflect on it. Rest in it. The brother came and talked about us complaining and murmuring. 
We wouldn't do so much if we just stop and look. Just stop and reflect. And when you spend time in his presence, you'll find strength. You'll find that refreshing. You'll find that love. You'll find that peace, that joy. Sometimes you feel like you misplaced your joy. You can't find it. You don't know where you left it at. Just go back in his presence. It's your strength. Rest upon that. Rest, you, I heard a preacher say, what don't make sense makes miracles. If you can figure it out, glory be unto you. But God said, I will share my glory with no one. Nobody. Let all flesh be silent in his presence. My God, my God. Some of us just need to come boldly before his throne of grace. Come boldly before his throne of grace in the time of need. We can ask him for anything. Nothing is too hard for him. Nothing catch him by surprise. He is in control. And we can rest upon that promise. We can rest upon the promise he loves us. We can rest upon the promise that where I am, you may be there also. God's going to do it. I have faith in that. It may not happen the way we see it fit or the way we would like it. If we can write our own story, we won't be the author. He won't be the author and finisher of our faith. But we trust him. Out of all I said tonight, just trust him. If you don't remember anything else, trust him. Trust him. He's not a man that he should lie. Our man that he should repent. We can cast all our cares upon him. All of them. Every last one of them, God. Somebody need to bring it to the altar right now. This altar is open right now. Where you can lay down any, any problem, any issue. Call upon him while he is near. Don't come short of entering to his rest. He's healed to he's here to heal. He's here to deliver. He's here to set free. You don't have to carry that burden back out of here. Hallelujah. It's not his will that any of you should perish. But enter into his rest tonight. Like a hurricane, I am a tree and 
Yes, he does. 